0: Love Talk Radio uh,
1: no. Welcome to Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio with your hosts
2: Rachel Archelaus and Megan Grandelmeier Merging Spirituality and Business on the Enlightenment Evolution Network. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited for today. We have the wonderful Lana Boss with us. Um, but before we get to her, we want to tell you all about ourselves. So, we are Soulfulpreneur Radio. I'm Rachel Archelaus, and Megan Crandlemeyer is here. Hello, Rachel. <laughs> and also, Scotty, I believe, is uh, chiming in on this one.
1: I was just thinking about that, and I think we need to put on our website pictures of our assistants And <laughs> help with every
2: show. Yeah, for sure. All right, you'll and you'll love that too. They're all very, very adorable. So at Soulful Printer, we offer you shows and guests and tools to help you live a purposefully authentic, joy-filled life. We merge spirituality and business. And we're really happy to have you here. It's April 14th, 2015. You can call us at 347-308-8788. We really do welcome your questions about your spiritual business, your life purpose journey, and especially if you want to ask our guest um, you know, any relevant questions. We have really amazing experts on this show and And it's such a great opportunity to take advantage of what they've learned on their journey. So the chat is open if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio. You can log in with a free Blog Talk account. And um, I'm monitoring it. You can ask questions in there. You can just say hello. I love to say hello to everybody. And you can listen to us on soulfulpreneur.com on Blog Talk Radio. Or um, if you catch the replay, you can find us archived on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, as well as soulfulprinter.com and Blog Talk. So we are everywhere, and that is so fun. So just to remind you, Soulful Printer has two L's on full. And we're also part of a network. So we are just one show in the Enlightenment Evolution Network, And we are about all things metaphysical. We have a fabulous team of hosts. So look for updates on every show on the Facebook page. And that is located at facebook.com forward slash Enlightenment Evolution Network. And any opinions expressed on Soulful Printer Radio by us or our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Enlightenment Evolution Network. And at the end of the show... I will play some announcements for you so you can kind of get to know what else is going on on this network of ours, which is pretty cool. So, long story short, call us. Our number is 347-308-8788. And press 1 if you're on the phone and you want to ask a question. So, Megan, thank you for joining us. Originally, Megan was going to be... um, on call for her daughter who is on spring break and that sounds like so much fun. So I'm really glad you could take an hour and be with us today.
1: Yeah, no, it's great to be here and it's going to be fun to talk to Lana because I haven't spoken to her before. And um, so yeah, so thanks for letting me join you last minute.
2: (laughs) Yeah, thanks for being here. You know, I'm so excited to talk to Lana because We have been friends for a couple years, and the story of how we started that friendship is really interesting. And today's show is going to be all about following your dream, like following your intuition to make your dreams come true. And Lana, I cannot think of anyone better to talk about this because she is very embodied in this, more than anyone else I've ever met. So, I mean, I would call myself a really great manifester, but Lana is probably like 10 times <laughs> what I've ever achieved. And, and she's also really great at dealing with all of the scary things that go with that. Because honestly, wouldn't we all follow our intuition if there was no fear around it? If we weren't in fear about money or being lonely or, you know, losing out in some way, right? If there was no downside or at least perceived downside then we would all be following our intuitions to make our dreams come true. So I just wanted to give that little segue. Megan, do you have anything to add about that?
1: No, I'm just I'm super interested in talking with her. I definitely feel like I learned so much from the uh, Busting Loose from the Money Game, which was our, our book club book in 2014, uh, about manifesting and allowing the flow of money. But I know Mana has, you know, even more to say and a more interesting approach. So,
2: yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. Cool. So I'll bring her on in a second. I just want to give you a little more background on her. So I call her a master manifester. She went from living in Denmark to moving to California to living in Hawaii in just a few short years And she really did it all on faith and excitement. It was just one long adventure for her. She schools me daily on how to act in spite of fear, how to put your own values first, and how to follow your dreams no matter what. She helps people manifest their desired body, money, amazing marketing campaigns, and I definitely go to her for lots of business advice. And today we'll all get the chance to ask her how she does it in particular, we'll get to find out what happens when you follow your intuition. And you can find out a lot more about her at lanaboss.com. That's L-A-N-A-B-O-S dot com. And her website is located uh, or is listed on our Soulful Printer homepage as well as on the Blog Talk page. So definitely follow up with her there. So let's see. Let's bring on Lana. Hey!
0: Hi! Hi! <laughs> oh, that is so lovely. I feel so touched by being called a master <laughs> manifester. It's funny because for me, it's just that's just life.
2: <laughs> I know. Well, I think that's part yeah. of why I love you so much because you're you're not one of those. You're you're not. You don't call yourself a manifester and you don't teach manifesting. Um, for a positioning or for a marketing purposes, that's just who you are. So that's definitely yeah. one reason we wanted to have you on to talk about it because there's nothing fake about it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah, what did we miss? Like, is there anything else that you want us to know about you before we kind of get into the conversation? Like, can you expand maybe on, on how you got to where you are now and, and how you kind of always had that adventurous desire in you?
0: Yeah. Well, I had a really, really rough childhood. So I grew up with domestic violence, and it was just torture, just feeling so imprisoned. So I I tried to commit suicide a lot of times um, in my teens. And because I grew up with, with this, Heavy, heavy energy, which now I know I choose to go through, but back then it was so hard being a sensitive person, growing up with violence and like being beaten up if I didn't want to eat meat, and I was like I didn't want to eat my animals, <laughs> I loved them, and watching my mom get beaten up and um, so I had a suicide attempt when I was fifteen where everything turned black, and I I actually got scared. I thought, holy shit, is this it? Like, I saw this white light that I had sometimes heard about, and then I had this epiphany and a glimpse of, I, I saw myself living in a whole other country and just traveling and living where I wanted to live and the epiphany was that if I'm going to die anyway, I might as well do everything I've dreamed of, dreamt of first, and then I could always kill myself after. So it's like if I'm going to die anyway, I have nothing to lose, literally. <laughs> and the vision was so exciting. The, the traveling, the, the living where I really wanted to live was so exciting. That I totally wanted to give life another <laughs> shot. So six months after, I I manifested a perfect opportunity to um, leave, like escape my home. <laughs> so I did, even though it was scary, and I got um, death threats by my my father and I. It was like a journey in freeing myself, and I felt like my life just started. So now it's, um, what, 11 years later? I'm not good at math. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So uh, today I'm living that vision that I saw in that suicide attempt. And it's just, wow, it's so amazing, and I'm just so excited to be alive. I'm so glad my life didn't end, <laughs> and I feel like I have, like I'm here to be a guide to others, and that's probably also why I have to go through all that hard stuff to understand all layers of emotions. And I've really become a good emotional healer from having been in in those heavy emotions for the beginning part of my life, and from having freed myself from that. So so yeah, when I was um in my I think I was 19, I stumbled upon the law of attraction and manifesting creating your own reality and was so hooked by that. And I also knew by the time that I wanted to live in the US. I felt called I felt like this. This was my future. I felt like my my soul was calling me here. Even though at the time I didn't know anything about soul or intuition, so that's not what I called it. I just um, I just had a desire to live in the U.S. and I, meaning like California and and um, the more <laughs> free states, not like Southern Texas <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I. Use the manifestation tools And when I was with people Who were also interested in in Practicing law of attraction And manifesting I noticed that there was so much Talking about it And not a lot of doing So I felt frustrated When I was hanging around with people Who were talking about Law of attraction and manifesting Like I wanted to do it Like actualize it Embody it So I didn't really Um hang out with that many friends who knew about manifesting and love this such, and I did, just did it, and it just turned out really, really well. I always get what I want, or what I, my or, I always get what like, my soul wants, because there's definitely a difference in ego desires and soul desires.
2: Yeah, do you want to talk um, about that for a little bit? Because I yeah. think that's such a big distinction and I think maybe if people are frustrated and they're familiar with the law of attraction but it's not really working, maybe this is kind of what what's going wrong.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, so ego desires are the things about, oh, I want to manifest a million dollars, I want money, I want... I don't want all the same or whatever luxury. It's like it's it's desires that are based on a wounded, unhealed part of us. The desires come from that part of us, and the ego desires are desires that even when we get them, we're not truly happy anyway. So it's not fully satisfying. and a lot of people spend their whole lives chasing ego dreams desires and then they realize this doesn't make me happy anyway so soul desires are really fulfilling us and satisfying us and they're they're so easy to attain because our soul wants to feel good and feel alive feel excited and feel love. And that's so easy to attain. Our soul isn't like saying, oh, I want this car. Until I get it, I'm just going to feel trapped. Um, Our soul (laughs) wants to, to, to feel a certain way and then from that feeling comes whatever is a match to that. So often that means that what we think we want may not be what's actually going to fulfill us the most. So it's so it's important not to be too specific. I also call that starting out, when I teach my 30-day meditation classes, I call that like going to the gym and starting with a, a 50-pound weight. Uh-huh. That I'm makes also, sense. Okay. Yeah, instead of starting with, like, five pounds. hmm um, If you start out with something that's too hard to manifest, you probably won't feel like going back to, to the gym because, okay, I didn't see any results from this. But that's because <laughs> there are things that are easier to manifest than others. And that's the things that are the things you have least resistance to is what's easiest to manifest. And mm-hmm. I, most of us, like, we all have so much resistance to something like manifesting money, whereas, if you look at what is it that I would want to spend the money on, then if you just narrow that down to all the things you would want, you don't really have resistance to most of those those things. So... so we don't have to focus so blindly on I want money or I want this amount so that I can get to this feeling. Cuz all we really want is that feeling state. And that's also what I was doing when I lived in Denmark, I knew I wanted to live in California or Florida or wherever, somewhere warm <laughs> summer all year long. <laughs> and I was um I was following my highest excitement in every moment or, you know, as many moments as um, I could remember it. (laughs) And that meant, so I got from my intuition that it's more important to spend your money on a mountain bike, for instance, because that gave me so much joy than it is to spend it on business courses. Because you think you should spend it on business courses or networking stuff, but really... The mountain bike was what got me into my excitement and in alignment. And when I'm in the state of excitement and alignment, I download, I manifest ideas that will lead to even more excitement and ultimately the life I want to live. So my excitement, to wrap up the story here, (laughs) my excitement wanted to go to Los Angeles. And it didn't feel exciting to just go for 10 days. It felt exciting to go for 30 days, and I had no idea what I was going to do there. I my excuse was that I was going to go to a business event uh, for the first five days, and after that, I had, or the first three days, and after that, I had no idea what I was going to do. But my my hand just grabbed my my credit card. Like it was like my body was saying you have to go, and my head was talking me out of it. Like oh, I could you know spend the money on something that's more important. But um, that's interesting when our body is is speaking for us and grabbing <laughs> a book or the credit card for us. And so on that trip, I packed a light suitcase because I thought I was going to go clothes shopping in Los Angeles, California. And that was the trip where I ended up just moving to California, and I I didn't return to, to Denmark for until I went on vacation there. So <laughs> that was so amazing, and it's funny because I it was it really, that was like my biggest dream to live somewhere where it's summer all year round, and I thought it was it would have to happen by getting a green card and like applying for it and. Like building my business in Denmark, and I thought I was going to move there with my partner in Denmark. But the way it happened was so smooth, so effortless. And that's the thing: the way our soul is manifesting. So when, the way we're manifesting when we follow our intuition is so fucking smooth and easy that it's magical. <laughs> there's no. There's so much less action because our soul are. The source is acting through us, and that feels amazing. That's action that's lighting us up. It's action that's fueling us and giving us more energy than it's taking. So, <laughs> it's so like getting to know your intuition. And you're actually my one of my first teachers in this, Rachel. You really taught me to connect with my intuition
2: because you... Are,
0: do you remember that you offered me um, the sessions? I do, yeah. Where... Lana and I did yeah. psychic
2: development coaching for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do like when you connect with your intuition, it will be so easy. But um, it is easy when you make sure you fuel yourself with your soul desires, like what is it you want to feel. So for me that is excitement and joy. So to fuel myself with that and when I'm in the state of excitement and joy I manifest ideas that I that that are so full of excitement and joy and they're also what leads to what I want. Like they lead to the money I want and and the car I want, whatever. <laughs> the place I want to live.
2: Yeah. Cool. I love that story. I don't think I'll ever get tired of hearing that because it's it's always good to be reminded of ease, right? Like there are so many people out there trying to tell us that it's so complicated to live and have what you want, but it's really quite the opposite. It's just about allowing yourself to feel your intuition and follow it and to you know take take space to let those soul Mm -hmm. desires come up, because if you're too busy, you'll probably miss them. Yeah.
0: So the the intuition is subtle, and the more important and alarming it gets, the, the louder it becomes, but it's always so subtle. And the way I had to know about my intuition was by trial and error at first, by just by, by simple things at first, like just feeling what did my body want to put in the cart, what what did my intuition want to put in the cart, and wh- wh- where does it want to go right now? And and I would often discover that oh, I I kind of knew that, but I wasn't paying attention to it, and it turned out my intuition was right. So yeah, really pay attention to the subtle energies and the feeling. Like your intuition is usually located in the heart and the gut. So pay attention to those areas and just practice um, listening to to that. I'm I don't think focusing on quieting the mind is, is really that productive. Just focus on making your heart louder instead. That's, mm, that's
2: good. Yeah. All right. So the story sounds great. The story of effortless sounds great. And I actually, you know, I absolutely know what you're talking about. I experienced that too. But I also know that following the intuition, following those intuitive hits, like, it sometimes requires you to well, almost always requires you to ignore what the mind is saying about it, right? Like, in your experience of going to America for 30 days, um, you had to ignore the mind part that was saying, what are you doing? You know, you you shouldn't be doing that. And it requires ignoring some fear or at least bringing it with you and knowing that it's just, you know, going to sit beside you and it's part of the journey. So... For the people out there who know what their intuition is saying, but they're stuck in that mental fog and that fear paralysis, how can people Mm -hmm. deal with that better?
0: Well, by starting to prepare. So, whatever your big dream is, start to prepare for it. And so that means that two years before, I actually like I accidentally ended up moving to California, I actually started to downsize my place in Denmark. Like, I started to prepare to move to a foreign country, and I sold my excess furniture, and I I had so little in my apartment. I had no insurance, nothing that was um, holding me here. I didn't make any big purchases that made me stuck in Denmark. So, I was kind of ready for it, actually. And that's the thing. When we prepare, that's also when we will realize, um, oh, I'm actually afraid of this. So let's say you want to manifest a soulmate, and then you start to prepare. You start to um, get ready for it, like by getting the clothes you want to wear on your first date, and by... um, maybe even getting a bigger bed or whatever. And then when you prepare, you may notice that, oh, I feel afraid that I will, that it will just get mundane, or, oh, I feel afraid that I will be disappointed. And so all your fears will come up, and they come up because they are ready to be released. So don't freak out. Just allow them to be there. thing is, with by allowing them, they pass, just like poop passes when you allow it. <laughs> <laughs> so just allow it to pass, <laughs> and then it, it's over within a minute or minutes. Whereas if you resist the fear and think about, how do I get rid of this fear? That is resisting it. Then it ends up staying there for so much longer, sometimes even years but just allow whatever comes out. Mm, and, uh, that's a great yeah, advice. Prepare, yeah, and, and preparing for it is so important because um, I hear so many people talk about what they want, but if you if that came into your life today, would you be ready? Most people would say, uh, no.
3: <laughs> well, then start to
0: get ready so that you are ready. So I really wanted my own car um, for a while And and then Obviously I wasn't ready I didn't even have an American driver's license So I
3: just
0: I just took step one What can I do to get more ready Okay I could get a social security number <laughs> Which is a foreign I had to get And then I could um, But I, I, I did it when I felt Inspired to So I wasn't forcing it I wasn't like taking action Uh, And putting it on my to-do list and getting it done. Because that doesn't work for me. Um, If it excites you or someone, you know, you meaning someone listening, (laughs) to put it on your to-do list and crossing out things from your to-do list. If that excites you, then totally do it. But uh, for me, all actions have to feel exciting. So I kind of intend that I want to feel excited about taking my driver's license. So I'm I'm planting a seed someday in the future that I want to experience this feeling of feeling excited about taking my driver's license. And then one day I felt so inspired to do it. And here's the cool thing. I never felt inspired to take my driver's license in California ever. And I felt so inspired to do it here in Hawaii. And when I did it here in Hawaii, we're on the Big Island right now it was so easy and effortless. Like the the, the driver's license station is so tiny and it was like it was so small and easy whereas the D M V in Santa Monica is a is a nightmare. <laughs> it's like inhumane. <laughs> so I'm so glad I took it here. It it was just it was so easy and fun. And so, like, my my soul kind of knew that that was what would be easiest for me. And then I ended up getting my own car in such a funny way. That's a whole other story. Um, I don't know. if Do you want me to share it?
2: I'd love to hear it, yeah.
0: Yeah, so instead of saying, oh, I want my own car, so how can I make that happen? I, you know, I, I I wasn't forcing any action. I just loved the feeling of getting my own car. I loved, loved, loved writing notes about what I would have in my own car. And I loved feeling the feeling of having my own car. And it's not something I ever, like, wanted to go out and just buy because I have a fear of commitment so I I don't just go and commit to something that's long term like something that's a year contract, a contract that's year long years long um, so just speaking of fear I have fear too and that's my biggest fear so um, this is how it happened I was Riding to the airport to pick up Daniel and on my way there, I felt I had had such an amazing weekend, just feeling so great, and I was listening to my own meditation in the car, and it was so great. I like listening to myself sometimes <laughs> and and then by the time I had reached the gas station, I had a moment where I felt so annoyed because. I felt annoyed that I couldn't just cross over and just drive through it because that would be illegal, but I had to, like, make a detour around all the empty spots. So in that little, you know, frustration, I um, made a left turn, and it was a little bit too brutal and and, and fast, so I hit the curb. And by the time I had reach, reached the gas station... Um, the tire was completely flat and non-fixable. It had a hole in it. It it basically exploded. And I was so, oh, my God, why does this happen? I was, like, panicking at first. So I allowed myself to panic, just, again, allowed the poop to (laughs) flow through, (laughs) the emotional poop. And um, so then, like, why did this happen? so when the, the panic dissipated, I... I found a feeling of trusting that, okay, um, there's probably a reason for this, and I'm just going to play along. And I felt this feeling of trusting that my soul, my higher self, probably has a plan with this, so I'm going to play along and trust them. Always trust the your higher self. Your higher self is your manager, and you're the one who's taking leads guidance and going with it so that's really important to distinguish that like you're not the doer or the planner or the organizer your higher self is so um i was and that's also why getting in touch with your intuition is important because then you're in touch with your higher self and you can hear feel and receive the guidance from your higher self, because your higher self is already there. Your higher self has already manifested what you desire to manifest. So all you need to do is take instructions from your higher self. (laughs) And you do that by receiving those intuitive guidance. So um, there came the the pro-truck guy, and I was happy to hear that it wouldn't cost anything. (laughs) This is good. (laughs) I was, like, getting good deals or getting things for free. That's, <laughs> that's a part of That excites me, too. And I just realized, oh, this is fun. I've never, ever been in a tow truck. So I just started to have so much fun with it. And I went to the Kia. And by the time I was there, I had so much fun. It felt like an adventure, like an unexpected adventure. And then I talked, I mentioned to the sales uh, person who had sold our first, to us that I, we loved the car and I wanted to get my own when we moved to Maui and then he just said well you don't have to move to Maui I could make you a deal that you can't refuse and, <laughs> and it, it just it it hadn't even occurred to me that I could get my own car now so he, he definitely and I also intuitively knew that it would be so much easier to get it now than on Maui so I um, totally followed the flow and I could just feel that the reason why that tire had to explore or get flat was so that I could get my ass to the dealership and get my own car because I wasn't going to do it anyway. Like, I, I, I wasn't going to. My fear would have been too loud. Um, you know, the fear of, Oh committing to a car for 6 years or whatever that's too much.
3: Mhm.
2: But
0: I just totally trusted it. And and while I sat at the dealership, um I had an unexpected um order come in. Like that was that was to, um half of the payment for the car, you know, just conf- like totally confirming that, yeah, you can get it cuz When you give that to yourself, you're just going to open up to more flowing through you. Now, I have to say, I have been like most of what I've manifested has been something I didn't have to pay for. So um, that's also another thing I want people to be open to: that that um, you can be open to going directly to what you want. You don't have to have a middleman called money or whatever you can always go directly to what you want so um yeah it was so easy to get my own car and the hardest thing was if i wanted black or white
2: but <laughs>
0: my when i passed the white one i got this gut feeling that this is it um mm-hmm. so it's like we we always get these these gut feelings or hits from our hearts hits from our hearts.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's a great story.
0: Yeah, speaking of fear, uh, we all have it. Um, It's a... It's something you become better at. It's something... Like, the point is not to get rid of fear. The point is to be able to dance with it. And to... Um, it's it's just like going to the gym. Like you you get you get stronger. Your muscles become stronger, and you become more confident. So mm-hmm. I would say train your intuitive muscle. Don't focus on getting rid of fear, but again, train your intuitive muscles so that they become so strong that you will trust your intuition more than you will fear your fear.
1: Well, that's awesome, Lana. Um, mm. um, what's your What are your thoughts on um, you know people that maybe want to focus on this more or or do something exciting, but um, <clears throat> maybe they feel tied down because they're in a re- relationship or they have children they're still taking care of. How how does that work when other people around you? Um, are in, your oh, yeah. and you want to you know kind of go bigger and perhaps yeah, on board, do you have a thought on that that is such a great question, yeah, so they will always mirror back
0: your like what frequencies you're holding, so your only job is just what will bring me more joy in this moment, what brings me joy and do that. And then they will either transform or something big will transform in your life so that it may be that a relationship that wasn't really working that well anyway will end and something better and bigger is on the way. And so again, instead of being afraid of your life transforming... (laughs) Feel into what's on the way. and Just ask your intuition, ask your higher self to send you feelings or visions about what's coming so that you will have that as a reference point. So I've I, looking back, I can see that most of my life I have had premonitions about what would happen. I didn't know they were premonitions until now. So now when I receive... Um, visions, I know that, oh, that's a premonition, and that's coming, and that's so exciting. So, um, yeah, don't try to fix anyone else, because that's not fun. That's not really bringing you joy if you try to make your partner more inspiring to be with or (laughs)
1: <laughs> if you
0: try to make your kids behave or the way you want them to behave. So really pay attention to, is this really, is what I'm doing right now really bringing me joy? And then be honest with yourself. And then just pay attention to, like, keep a joy journal and pay attention to what brings you joy. And it may surprise you. Like, for me, one of my biggest, what brings me So much joy is always connected with listening to music. So I have this uh, playlist on Spotify that I just love listening to, and I feel so happy when I drive my car or I find a secluded spot overlooking the ocean and I just dance to this playlist. I feel so happy, and that brings me so much joy. So pay attention to what brings you joy and do more of that. Make sure you do it every day. And that's something that can go on your to-do list. Everything that brings you joy has to be on your to-do list. (laughs) Um, Because sometimes, like even when I lived in Denmark, I knew that when I have done my mountain bike bike run, uh, when I've been on my bike, I will feel so happy in the end. Um, So I do the same now. I know that when I have done the hike and i have been dancing here overlooking the ocean watching the whales i feel so happy so we all know what 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 it is that we do that when we've done it we feel so good and so full of joy so yeah
1: i hope that that's simple enough
0: just follow your joy I love
1: it. I love the idea of creating like a joy to do list instead of a you know laundry and cleaning the house to do list. It's yeah. I don't, yeah, people don't make enough time for the fun the fun things and and I love your example of listening to music that doesn't cost but a couple of dollars for you know some songs. It's not like you needed a whole bunch of fancy equipment. You just yeah play music, even free music off the radio may bring you joy so. Yeah, and Spotify is just 10 bucks a month. That's yeah. So you have all the songs in the world, basically. So I love that. Awesome. Well, Lana, and we, we have some... Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, yeah, and then I was thinking about the question, well, if I follow my joy, then what, when will I feel inspired or excited to do my laundry or do my dishes? <laughs> the way I do it is that I love to put on some something that feels exciting to listen to and then do my dishes and do my laundry. And I usually, like, if I have this feeling of feeling like I don't know what I feel like doing, I feel kind of uh, neutral or mm, unexcited, uninspired, maybe even I feel meh or blah. (laughs) I always ask myself, well, what would be so exciting to get done? And then that's usually to clean up something or, you know, just clean up something. Because when we clean up something, we stir up energy. And um, so if there's stagnated energies in our home, in our environment, that's usually a reflection of stagnated, stagnant energies in ourselves. So even by just cleaning up your computer, organizing your computer, you'll feel a uh, a more ease, flow, alignment in yourself. Mm. Yeah,
1: that's great. Great. Yeah. So the the menial tasks of life can be paired with the joy list just by adding some music, or and like you said, I love that that um, analogy to, to cleaning up things. I do find that very freeing sometimes. I remember I had kind of a an, uh, an incident with a potential client, and he turned out to be very negative and not who I thought he was. And my reaction was to completely clean out my kitchen cabinet. And I was a different person after that. <laughs> <So> <laughs> wow. That moved a lot of energy <laughs> that day. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Lana, we do have some uh, people that would like to ask um, a question. So are you up for that? Yes,
0: I, I just came I became aware of one more example before
1: I'm ready for that. And that
0: is I have been putting off doing my immigration paper, uh, which is the, the paper I have to send in to get my 10-year visa for the U.S. So I just thought, well, I'll never feel excited for this. This is like the most boring thing I can imagine doing in life, like doing immigration papers. Yeah. <laughs> so I intended um like um three weeks ago, I intended that I wanted to like I wanted to feel excited about doing my immigration paper. So I wanted to I planted a seed for a day in the future and intended that that I want to experience feeling doing this and doing it with joy. And I don't know what happened, but like um two and a half weeks later I just felt so inspired to do my immigration papers. It was so fun. It was so easy. And it just brought me so much joy. And I was just, oh, I couldn't believe it. That it's done. That was so easy. So if there's something you're dreading doing or you just don't want to do it, just intend that I want to feel really joyful about doing this at some point, and then let it go, and um,
1: <laughs> that may happen. That's great advice. That's yep. powerful, actually. I've never heard anyone say that before. I, mm. I like that. Yeah. and now we're ready for questions. <laughs> All right. All right, so I think I may have someone uh, from Skype, because there's no phone number, so I'm going to unmute. Hello? if you've been holding about 45 minutes. Hello?
2: Skype caller?
1: All right, (laughs) we will go to the next person. So we have a caller from area code 806. Hello, 806?
3: Hey, how are you?
1: Hi, who's this?
3: This is Sherry. Hi,
1: Sherry, welcome. Thanks
3: for taking my call.
1: You're welcome. What would you like to ask Lana?
3: Um, what type of calls or, or questions does she want to take today? Or
1: what
0: is your big dream?
3: I see. That was what I was going to ask you about because I plan to be moving to um, the mountains in New Mexico, and I really love it there. But every now and then I'm like, Well, what about Malibu? And what about Hawaii? And <laughs> so I'm like. You know, any of those three would be awesome. But I'd like to have the life that I have now that I've, you know, or the feeling that I have now around the career or whatever, but have it in a different location.
0: Yeah. So would you be, when would you like to move?
3: Um, This year.
0: (laughs) And what month?
3: Um, What month? Probably, I don't know why I feel like August would be a good month.
0: Okay, so would you be ready to move in August?
3: I don't know. I'd have to sell my house and find a new <laughs> yeah. one, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm just like, logistics gets in the way. Okay. And I would... So,
0: yeah, so you could start by preparing to let go of what you're not going to bring with you inside the house. Ah. And start preparing by looking at what do I love, what do I want to bring with me. Maybe there's nothing, really. Um, we, we actually we moved from California to Hawaii, and we sold everything. It just felt so exciting to start over from scratch. Oh,
3: wow. And...
0: Yeah, it was interesting when I was traveling to Hawaii. I noticed that um, I have there's nothing in my suitcase I can wear. It's like the version of me who lived in Hawaii didn't feel like wearing the clothes I was I was wearing in California. So it's like we are a different version of ourselves wherever we live.
3: Right. Um, so
0: where do you live right now?
3: In Texas, in a little town that I have have had great blessings in, but I did not want to come here, and I've never really loved it, you know what I mean?
1: Um, okay, yeah, so your important job to do every day will
3: definitely be to
0: follow your joy and excitement in every moment. And that will bring you inspirations and ideas to something you can do. Because uh, what you want can also happen in a different way than right. you can think of right
3: now. Right.
0: Yeah. So what would feel most exciting for you to to do next?
3: What would feel exciting? Like what I like to do or what would I like to yeah, happen? Yeah. I don't have?
0: Let's say around the house and preparing to move. Which room would, um, you feel most excited about getting done?
3: Probably my office.
0: Yep. Okay, then start there. And then start pre- preparing, you know, that I'm moving to my dream place and I'm getting ready by August. It's funny because, um... Like August is so nearby. Yeah. And if if you if you start preparing as if you're if, as if it's already happening, things will just rearrange themselves and opportunities will come to you. And um, like for instance, um, I, I at some point I really wanted to go on a date with my soulmate and and then I went shopping as if I was going on a date. And it was such a fun shopping trip. So that I had the clothes ready that I would wear on our date. And then exactly a week later I was on a date with with my soulmate. So I was ready for it and it felt so amazing to be wearing that clothes and be on that date. Um, so de- definitely, do not underestimate the power of preparing, and it's also that luck is preparation meets opportunity. So when you're ready, you are in a different dimension. You are in the um, you're in a different frequency. Like you're going from hoping to knowing that this is going to happen. So one room at a time, one drawer at a time in your home, you're gonna tell your whole system and embody this feeling of that I'm going and this is totally happening. This is doable.
3: Um, And I'm trying to also, since you brought up Mayday, I'm also trying to manifest that too. Is that too many big things to try to do at once? The Mayday move. Or can you? Do you not recommend doing two at once?
0: So you're saying you want a mate and to move?
3: Yeah, and I don't know in which order, and I'm not, I'm open to either or, order. But yeah, it kind of confuses things too, because I'm yeah. like, then I get scared to move. So I'm like, what if they're here? Blah blah blah. You know?
0: Yeah, your soul has it already nailed, so it's already planned, and. So how would it feel to – close your eyes for a moment, and everyone else do this too. How would it feel to be there and have what you really want?
3: Like a million bucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said <laughs> like a million body? bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: where in your body are you feeling it?
3: Yeah.
0: So goals for that feeling That feeling is the goal Every day So every day, in every moment Ask yourself, what can I do to feel like a million bucks? Right (laughs) So dress like a million bucks And just feel like a million bucks There's so much you can do To feel like a million bucks Even by cleaning out your home it feels like oh it feels so good right yeah so yeah make a list of brainstorm about what makes you feel like a million bucks and that's your most important
3: to do okay makes sense
2: that was yeah, really great thank you.
3: thanks thank you guys
2: you're welcome. Thanks for calling in and definitely update us to how you're doing in August. We want to see pictures of your new house. <laughs> awesome. Well, the
0: thing is, um, when it comes to dates, uh, the reason why I was asking when was not because it necessarily will happen in August, but just because will you be ready when you want it? And the question is usually no. Like... I'm not really doing anything to prepare right now. So if you're not doing that, then the likelihood you'll be ready by the time you want it is not that big. So like start preparing and start um, getting in alignment with it now. And then when you start to feel like a million bucks every day and you, you do what makes you feel so good in every moment, then it doesn't matter if... It's going to come in August because you feel fabulous that's happening. You feel so fulfilled right now. So mm-hmm. the goal is really the feeling. And from the place of the feeling will come ideas and inspiration that will lead to a life that just feels like a million bucks. And often we can't imagine, we cannot even visualize what that life looks like. Because trying to visualize it often comes from our mind. But Mm -hmm. our soul may have a vision for us that's just grander. And we get the soul vision. We can get them in, like, astral projections, like those dreams that you never forget, or some visions that come to us. Like we get some previews of what's coming. So that's the difference between the soul desires. Like those are previews that are coming to us. It's not something we try to visualize. Like so, we don't even have to think about what we want. If you're thinking right now, I don't even know what I want. That's great because your soul does. The only thing that's so important is how do you want to feel, and that's the goal. And and I can give an example of when i at some point like i thought i wanted to have a certain house in denmark and it had to be in this area and i i wanted to have kids with my soulmate in denmark um that never happened and i'm so glad it happened i am so glad it didn't happen because my <laughs> soul had such a greater plan for me yeah my soul had my soul knew that your supposed to be on Hawaii, and now that I'm here in Hawaii, it's like, oh, my God, I feel like my soul feels at home. I feel like I'm home, and it's not – I couldn't even visualize living on Hawaii, but – so let's go to the next thing, like making vision boards. Is it okay that I jump to this? <laughs> uh, actually, we,
2: we don't. I know. We could probably oh, talk about this, stuff oh for days, God. but do you <laughs> have – um If people sign up with you on your website, do you have more of this kind of information available?
0: Yeah, so I have a manifestation meditation today at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time and 6.30 Eastern today. So if you want to do a manifestation meditation, then go to lanaboss.com. It's right there on the front page. And... um, I'll guide you to the, to some more. And and that will help you get what you really want in 20 minutes.
2: Awesome. I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. I mean, I talk to you often, and I still learned a lot here, like the preparing and intending for something to feel joyful before you do it and then waiting for it. I mean, that's all new to me. So I really appreciate how How much you really gave us today, because like Megan was saying, this is you know it's so grounded, it's not just like you were saying how people just try to think it and then wait for it to appear. It's like no, you're part of the process, you get to prepare, you get to have it be joyful, and you get to follow that feeling. so thank you so much for sharing all that. You're so welcome, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to have you on again to talk more about vision boards and everything else. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. That was so fun. You're welcome. Yeah, it was. All right, everybody. Well, say goodbye to Lana for now. Go see her on lanaboss.com and sign up for her manifestation meditation for later today. And, um, And I'm sure we'll be talking to her very, very soon. So thanks, Lana, and thanks, Megan. We will all see you next week when we have Sonia Choquette on the show. Um, It's going to be an amazing interview and we're going to be discussing her life and also her book about walking the Camino. So if you haven't read that, go grab that. It's a really good book all about relationships and healing the past and kind of getting out of your comfort zone. So um, for sure, check that out and join us next week on Soulful Radio at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. And, yeah, I'm going to play the announcements for you now so you can find out all about the Enlightenment Evolution Network. Here are the announcements for the Enlightenment Evolution Network. Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is the Enlightenment Evolution Hour with Rob Gothier. Rob channels a being called Treb who will take caller's questions and Rob also hosts special guests such as channelers and other metaphysical teachers. You can find out more about Rob on Facebook at the Enlightenment Evolution Network page or on trebchanneling.com. Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is Philip Mollica's Consciousness Evolution Hour. On Philip's show, he will be discussing an in-depth, wide range of metaphysical topics from the perspective of the fifth dimension. You can find Philip and the Consciousness Evolution 2.0 group on Facebook, and you can also subscribe to Philip's YouTube page by searching Philip Mollica. Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is the Earth Experience with Kalina Angel. The Earth Experience explores our soul's expansion through our human experiences on Earth. Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific is Victoria Vive Swang's show, Earth Sky People Radio, your bridge between heaven and Earth. She'll talk about living in oneness with one another, with Mother Earth, and with life beyond Earth. Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific is The Resonance Intention, hosted by Sol and Neil Garr. Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific is About Oneness with Karen Newman. She presents a weekly radio program focused on celebrating the ongoing conscious awakening of our planet and our realization of oneness and unconditional love. Karen is an author, lecturer, integrated channel, and intuitive Mondays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Pacific is Heart to Heart Talk Radio with Daniel Scranton. Join Daniel and his featured guests as they discuss such topics as the shift, ETs, global events, channeling, energy work, toning, and sound healing. Each show will open the lines to colors, generating high-frequency discussions on anything and everything related to living on planet Earth, and beyond and then there's our show on tuesdays 3 p.m eastern noon pacific where we talk about spirituality and business we hope to see you next week lots of love